0: Welcome to NextCast. My name is Nathan Whitlock, an editor at Humber Press. NextCast is a podcast about teaching and learning at Humber College. Every episode we talk to some of the faculty and staff who are leading innovation both inside and outside the classroom. This episode we talk to Christine McCaw, the Program Coordinator for the Marketing Diploma in Humber's Business School. We'll be talking to Christine about research she's done into how students engage with different learning spaces. Welcome to NextCast, Christine.
1: Thank you. I'm so excited to be here, Nathan.
0: Well, thank you for coming. So you've been doing some research into how your students respond to different kinds of learning spaces. Um, What made you want to start that and and look into that kind of thing?
1: Well, um, when I was looking at doing this, the Hive classrooms, the collaborative classrooms in the F building had just come to Humber. And I was really interested to see if teaching in those spaces was going to result in different levels of student engagement. Um, So, uh, and and my background is in adult learning. So uh, I just wanted to know, you know, hey, does it really matter if we put them in table groups versus chairs and desks with rows? And does technology make a difference?
0: And uh, people who, most people who would be listening to this have seen the hives, but maybe someone haven't. Can you describe what those hive classrooms look like?
1: Yeah, sure. They um, they put students into table groups, and each table group has a 50-inch large screen where uh, it's device agnostic. Students can plug in using whatever uh, they bring to class with them, a laptop, a cell phone, uh, a tablet, and they they can put their material up on the screen so that Table groups can share with each other. The teacher can share something at the front. We can put something at one table group on every screen in the classroom, and so it really allows um, students to showcase the work that they're doing, um, and and it enriches the discussion in the classroom.
0: Mm-hmm. And in terms of the layout, it's 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 different from a traditional classroom in the sense of it's not oriented all towards the front. That's it's kind right.
1: Multi directional. The the professor does not stand behind a podium in a hive classroom. You're mm-hmm. kind of in the center of the room. And what ends up happening is naturally it, you gravitate to, to each table group. So students actually get more one-on-one time with the professor this way. And because students aren't in desks and rows oriented just towards the front of the classroom, they're facing each other. They're engaging with each other. And the biggest um, the biggest thing I... I experienced both teaching and and in this research proposal that I that I worked on uh, was that there's there's a lot more peer to peer learning mm-hmm. and um, especially when we have such diverse students here at Humber that that really enriches the experience.
0: It almost turns every classroom into a kind of workshop whether that was the whether for, they're formally designated as a workshop or yes. not.
1: Yes. And uh, I like to say that we're co-creating the learning today. Nice. <laughs>
0: Um, and so this this research project you did, um, how did that get started? What was the process behind it?
1: Um well, Humber offered the, this this uh, teaching innovation fund program through the Center for Teaching and Learning. And it was, Nathan it was so easy I came and said listen I think I want to try out the difference between a traditional classroom and a hive and see if there's a difference and they helped with everything they helped with putting the application together they helped give research articles to to make sure that the process was was uh, backed with research um, and literature um, they helped set up the, complete the ethics forms that we needed to complete. They came and did classroom observations, they helped with data collection, they helped with data analysis, and they actually, at the end of the research, we had some pretty interesting statistics. So they helped me put my my uh, research into a presentation style, and I actually presented at the STELI conference in San Francisco Amazing. in, uh, yeah, in March of 2017. So got to do that and see some whales. So that was kind of <laughs> that was kind of fun.
0: But that's not standard for every uh, research project that the whales come in at the
1: end. Not always no <laughs> but in this case it was a nice uh, bonus.
0: But just going back to the, where you started, you you mentioned you, you sort of came with that question, and they helped build mm-hmm. it into a proposal. So you didn't come with a formal nope. proposal all ready to go with with footnotes and endnotes. And it was experience.
1: just hi. Listen, I would love to do it. And and the great thing about Humber is um, because I really wanted to focus in on is it the classroom environment. Um, my associate dean at the business school allowed me to to help me set up my classrooms so that I would teach at the same time slot uh, of the day because sometimes we know time of day has an impact eight am versus four p.m affects attendance so I had both of my classes one's on a Tuesday one's on a Thursday middle of the week ten forty five so that we could really try to to take away any extraneous factors and really focus in on what is it about this classroom or this environment that affects uh, student learning
0: right yeah. and you've taught in a number of different situations we were talking before we started recording that you in your in your old job you did some teaching and training as well
1: yeah and I had experience um in my my corporate life seeing uh engagement levels with different room layouts and so I kind of had an inkling that it was going to have an effect but I need to be honest Nathan I was surprised Mm -hmm. Uh, the biggest thing that that surprised me was as a professor, when you go in at the beginning of a semester to your classes, you kind of get a vibe. Is this kind of a turned on class? Is this kind of a, I'm going to have to work a little harder? And uh, I remember when I started this research study, I went back to Heidi at the CTL and I said, Heidi, oh geez, my really turned on class is in the traditional classroom. I'm really kind of nervous how these results are going to shake out. And. Uh, it was a, it was unbelievable as of the person in the research study to see the change in the two classes uh, over the semester. Wow! Yeah.
0: So they definitely like made that shift in, in, in engagement.
1: Yeah, we um, we measured lots of things in the study. We measured attendance levels. We measured um, whether you know uh, students feeling about being engaged with their peers. Did they have a better relationship with their professor? And we measured this at the beginning of the semester and at the end of the semester. We asked questions like, "Did did you contribute an idea in class? Did you um, ask a question of your peers?" Uh, so and and uh, what we found was. Um, I, I was really surprised. What we found was that it was definitely in the hives. There was more peer-to-peer learning, stronger feeling of connection with the professor, um, more, more contributions and ideas in class, more percentage of time students were on task, and at the very end of the class we also looked at the overall class average and um, it, was, it was 7% higher in the hive.
0: Really? So it wasn't just sort of their impressions or their subjective feelings? It was actually...
1: You know, we didn't have... The classes were small. It was 18 and 21 students, so we couldn't get a statistically significant result. So what I'm giving you are the trends, but uh, certainly there's enough there that it would merit, I would say, like further, like a larger study to to, um, maybe verify the findings, but it was... I was really surprised at the end, the difference Um, because it was the same. I I bring my best face, my best energy, my best excitement. And because it was a research study, I was even more conscious to do that in my classes. So they they got the same professor every week. Mm -hmm. So it was really what is different about this classroom.
0: And, uh, you know, You've, you've taught in a lot of different situations, you've taught a lot of different rooms. What's the kind of space you like to teach in? Like what's your, of, of the places you've taught, you know, what, what are the kind of factors that you think improve?
1: Learning, yeah. I think, this may sound really silly, but the ease with which the room configuration can be changed. And what I mean by that is tables on wheels, chairs that easily move, um sound sound um consideration so sound proofing so that you're not hearing r- videos from the next class so that you really feel like your space is your own, uh, that you can laugh and be loud and you're not disturbing others natural light um yes. when when I taught in these in in my in my research study, both rooms had windows um but I just find like access to natural light just, It boosts people's mood, and it keeps keeps people from kind of falling asleep in the afternoon. Um, I would say also the encouragement of use of technology, particularly mobile. We cannot – you cannot tell students to put their phones at the – it's 2018. Mm -hmm. We need to find ways to – Have students on their phone but engaged on task. So, uh, I I mean, I just attended a CTL session yesterday on how to add gamification, and I'm looking at adding that in for the fall because I want to. You know, we're we're not we have we might as well learn how to surf. We're going to ride this wave. All students are going to be using technology more and more uh, as we continue forward. So. Right.
0: I won't, I won't mention the name of the building or the course, but I did teach a course recently where it felt like we were about 10 floors underground. There were no windows. I know the
1: building. I've taught there.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I called it the bunker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was, that's a good name. And I really do feel like the students responded in kind. Like it was a real struggle to yeah. to wake them up. Literally to wake them up yeah. because I was feeling it too. There was no fresh air. There was no real light. Yeah. So yeah, I think. You, I think you're right. I think those kind of factors make a big difference. Yeah. So if you, if someone came to you and said, you know, we have an unlimited budget, sky's the limit. If, if there's like a couple of things we want to build into a classroom for you, uh, and you can even throw in things that don't exist yet or haven't been invented yet, what would be your ideal spot for, for teaching? What, do you, what are a couple of things you would love to have?
1: Um, I think whiteboard surfaces uh, like as many as possible on the walls, on the desks, with the encouragement for people to pick up their pen and pencil and draw or write or share ideas. Um, I've already talked about technology access to videos, screens, um, the ability for people to plug in or even Bluetooth if we're if we're you know just. I'm going to go to screen B and I can Bluetooth myself to that screen and bang, I can show it. Mm -hmm. Because what happens, I find too, my teaching has changed as a result of being in the hives. Um, Students will ask a question and rather than me running to the front and trying to get on the internet, I throw it out to the class and I say, who can look that answer up for us quickly? And if, if I had a classroom where someone could look it up and say, I've got it here, and I could say, throw it to screen B, and we could throw it right there, we could answer that question immediately. And it puts more of the onus on the the full group to both ask and answer and deepen their learning. Um, so I think classroom design that in, that takes away that podium at the front that is the the teachers' stage area and encourages through design that everyone is responsible uh, for, you know, contributing the content uh, and discussing the content um, would would be my would be my dream. And I would like to have big windows <laughs> in every classroom. I know it's not possible, but
0: <laughs> we will make a note of that. And okay. hopefully, neither of us teach in the bunker again. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Well, thanks so much for this, Christine. This was great. Uh,
1: thank you so much, Nathan, for having me. I really had a great time.
0: Next Cast is produced by Humber Press and the Creative Productions team at the Centre for Teaching and Learning at Humber College. Special thanks to Panit Waugh, Santino Ponozzo, Alison Lasorda, Darren Richards, and Eileen de Corsi. To suggest stories for future episodes of Nextcast or to let us know what you think, email Humberpress, all one word, at Humber.ca. That's Humberpress at Humber.ca. To learn more about the workshops, teaching certificates, and other support offered through the Centre for Teaching and Learning, and to read issues of Next magazine, go to Humber.ca slash Centre for Teaching and Learning. Thanks for listening. See you next time. That's not a pun.